Welcome to the Clear Shots Podcast with Seth Skinner and Jake Jones. Hey guys, you're about to hear part two of episode 57. Enjoy. I don't know which Norm McDonald joke I want to steal and use on Cody right now because there's two that I really fucking like a lot. Yeah, I'll pretend to I mean, do you it. have to steal one and use one? I will. I yeah. will because I've already used both of them before. Oh. And they're not. Eh, whatever. Wait, it was Bucky Weinstein? Oh, no. The Bucky Goldstein one was a Stephen Wright joke. Bucky have you heard that Weinstein. one? Oh, okay, yeah. Have you heard that one? That one line in Son of a Bitch. So fucking good. Yeah. I think I told that one when we were sitting around the fire at Halloween at the, the Berlin house. Yeah, that was the first time I heard it. <laughs> but then, he no, heard, he, told, he, he just told catches Troy. you off guard, that's all. You know? Yeah, he's yeah. so He good. sets you up for like... Oh my God, he's A day. Good. Yeah. And then... And then he, know, he knows which way you're wait, thinking. Norm, Norm or Stephen Wright? Well, all of them, really. Yeah. That's kind of like the basics of it, is like make everyone think you're going one way and then with the punchline just go the other. Yeah. You know, pull it like at the last second you know I'll, I'll do i'll do one of each the Stephen wright joke that that cody loves is <laughs> he's you just doing other people's jokes <laughs> a fuck. i don't give a flying fuck dude if shinedown is allowed to win an award for covering fucking uh hello darkness my old friend then i should be allowed to tell another comedian's joke while giving that them credit now and it was uh disturbed whatever yeah. That was the sound of silence. Sound of silence. Yeah. Disturb. If Disturb can get an award for doing the sound of silence, then I should be able to freely tell a joke while also giving the comedian credit. Am I right? Am I right, audience? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Looks into anything. the camera. They didn't say anything, but it's basically Stephen Wright has this joke <laughs> where he's he's like, "Yes, yeah, so I was on a bus the other day, and uh, this uh, this woman gets on after me, and she sits next to me, this beautiful blonde Asian woman." And I noticed we're going across ah. town. We're sitting on this bus. We're going across town, and I look over to her, and she's just been staring straight ahead the entire time we've been on the bus. And uh, I look over at her, and I go, excuse me. I go, uh, is everything all right? You look like something's bothering you. And she looks at me, and she goes, well, to be honest, there is something bothering me, but I don't really know who you are, so I don't really feel comfortable telling you what's going on. And I looked at her in the eyes, and I said, well, sometimes... It's very helpful to tell your personal problems to a complete and total stranger on a bus. She said, okay. <laughs> she goes, um, <laughs> she goes, uh, well, to tell you the truth, I just got back from uh, a psychoanalyst and he diagnosed me with a new condition. And I said, what, what could that be? She goes, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a nymphomaniac that is uh, extremely attracted to Jewish cowboys. And I looked at her and I said, wow. That's a doozy. And I go, uh, I, I don't know how you're going to be able to deal with that. But, uh, you know, I wish you luck on your journey and, uh, you know, dealing with this problem you have. And uh, I go, by the way, miss, what's your name? She reaches her hand out, shakes my hand. She goes, oh, my name's Diane. And I said, well, nice to meet you, Diane. My name's Bucky Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> 
I totally butchered the shit out of that, by the way. <laughs> it's fine, yeah. But it's I mean, fine. you pretty much had exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> no, but then the norm ones, I love the moth joke, and I love the fucking, oh my god, the 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 logic, the professor of logic joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah. professor of logic joke is great. Yeah, you want to be one of them gays. <laughs> you heard that one? I think I have. That's, <laughs> that was what cued me into my memories. I feel like I totally told you that one where, where he's like, he does the whole logic equation. Yeah, the doghouse. He, he's like, oh, do you own a doghouse? Oh, yeah, well, if you own a doghouse, you own a dog. And if you have a dog, you have a family. And if you have a family, you're married. And then he goes to do it to one of his friends. And he goes, oh, well, I got a question for you, Cody. Do you own a doghouse? And he's like, no. And he goes, oh, you must be one of those fags. <laughs> <laughs> but you've never heard. I mean, he's right. Like, you're right. <laughs> you've never right, heard yeah. the moth joke before. No. Really? All right. So a moth walks into a podiatrist's <laughs> office. <laughs> Strapping in. Oh, a moth walks into yeah, a yeah, podiatrist's office. Might as well just office. put the seatbelts on and just yeah. hold on. <laughs> hold on to the oh shit box. <laughs> Jokes! Dude, the oh shit bar is great. I'm actually going to read it off because I, I cannot think. I'm just. I'm going to we'll laugh. Post the, the transcript. T- yeah, I got, I'm going to pull out the transcript right now. And, uh. The. the, 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 the wait, I fucked it up already. It doesn't even matter. You busted it. I fucking fucked it up. You blew it! What's your, uh. What's that wrench plant thing? Is there oh, significance for it? Yeah. What's the meaning? It's, um. From a book. A long time ago, written in the '60s, called "Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance," and uh, it's a book about philosophy. Huh. And um, basically, it's a story. The storyline goes: it's a don't I haven't read this book in a For long time. For those who can't see, it's a wrench coming out. It's like a blooming wrench. It's like a wrench coming out of a banana peel. Yeah. It would be great if I was still eating that banana. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, No, it's a corn husk. Yes. So Uh, uh, the story is, long story short, is a father and son going cross country on a motorcycle with their their family friends. So there's like father, son, and then a married couple, family friends of theirs, and they're going cross country. And then at the same time, the author, who's the dad in this scenario... Um, is talking about quality of life, um, what it means to build something, what it means like, and just layers and layers and layers of the, the satisfaction you get and stuff like that from building. Yeah. So like peace, that's what I get from it. That's why I got this tattoo was, um, finding peace in like doing something with your hands or right. being creative or, um, yeah, it's finding, being happy and doing what you do. Yeah. And so the corn husk and the ranch, how it's like you're finding meaning in a way. So you open up like the corn husk and you find something mechanical. So the ranch means mechanical. The corn husk being organic right. means uh, romantic. So I always used to use the example of like a jukebox. Or something, iPod, whatever. The inner workings of the jukebox, and then the music that comes out of it. The music's the romantic part, right? Of course, mechanical, mechanical. Yeah, okay. But how those two things meld together in nature. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like the also the contradictory part. Yeah, I like the contrast uh, between the two. 
it's like that's what I'm thinking all the time it's like there's this battle of like technology uh, mechanics versus natural uh, like states and things like that I think like that it makes me think about like what we've done to what is essentially just a natural world the way humans have affected it and things like that Mm -hmm. just with inventions and the way we automate things i think it does more harm than good it's obviously it's more it's it's for convenience of humans really is what it is convenience is it's nice it's like a double-edged sword though Right. It's like, you know, it makes you, <clears throat> it's like with cars and stuff that have more safety features makes a more dangerous driver. Yeah. Um, but it's also nice having stuff like this, like the podcast or YouTube, whatever. That's the thing is when you start like leaning on safety, you get a little less care or you get less careful. You, you become more careless when you do things yeah. because you know that there's a backup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's cool because like the stuff that we're building gives us more freedom. Yeah, and you can always like it also <coughs> makes things more accessible. It's like you can get across the country in a car in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, with a fucking plane, it's like you're there in a couple hours. Yeah, it's like that shit wasn't possible before <laughs> <Yeah>. that. Would <laughs> taking you a damn long exactly. time. And that's where the the romantic part comes. Like the romance of flying and then the ability to be able to see somebody that you haven't seen in such a long time because of things that we've built. Right. And the quality of those things. Yeah. Well, even nowadays, just seeing somebody across the country, (laughs) it's like as easy as pushing a button on your phone. Mm -hmm. You can pull it up and their face is there. You're talking to them. Oh, it's your window. Some wind. That's pretty cool. It kind of like adds some like chimes yeah, to our like dramatic like a, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. Uh, Is that what's that macaroni? It's a mental stimulant. Okay. <laughs> a macro it's, stimulant. It's a mood thing. But yeah, it's like we. I feel like we just do fucking so much damage. And the thing is, like, the world isn't gonna get better at this point. Like, the only way we can fix, like, the shit we've done to this planet is to all unify, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, that's really right. The world has to all decide, like, hey, we need to do something about what we're doing to nature. <laughs> yeah. Because we don't care. Like, as long as we're, con- like, as long as for our lifespan we're in a convenient place and things are easy for us, that's what we care about. I don't think people think about the future at all. Technology moves wicked fast, True. too. <laughs> it's only been, like, a couple of years since we had computers. <laughs> like, it was in my lifetime. That's true. It's like it doubles. It's like the computers invented, and then suddenly time, like, doubles in speed. Yeah. Because, of course, more exposure, communication's faster, yeah. and then we're learning, learning, learning. Yeah, I was thinking about the other day. Like, <laughs> we don't really adapt to the way, like, to technology as fast as technology improves. So like we're not we're still not used to Twitter and things like that like exactly. how to use it. Like we have all this shit at our disposal, like a common person, but of course we don't know how it yeah. works. Like it would like, take a few years for us to adapt to the way that works. But now you get so much shit like outrage and shit over social media because we're not adapted to it yet. 
if you give it a couple of years, maybe we'd start to understand how to use it better. Yeah. But what's going to happen? The problem is technology keeps moving super fast and we can't adapt to it at that speed. So it's just going to eventually just get too far to where technology is just fucking us. It's already at that point. We've given everyone a voice and the loudest people are the people who are upset about things and people who are just mad it's like you don't it's like when you see a review for most things on the internet most of the time you're gonna review it because you're you don't like it <laughs> that's true i thought about that as like reviewers are either the coolest person in the world or the shittiest yes it's like this this thing whatever it could be right like most it's people great. oh i hated it yeah it's like if you <laughs> like something you're like oh that was cool and then you you're not going to go post about it. Mm-hmm. If you have a bad experience at a restaurant or you don't like a movie, then you're more likely to be upset about it and go post about it. Yeah. And I think that's what's like the negativity is because things are getting better, actually. Sure. But that's not what's on the front lines of anything. It's not the way it's see. presented. Yeah. Because yeah. there's like extreme poverty is lower. The, mm-hmm. the percentage is lower. Shit like that. Like that's yeah, just Yeah, the news um, cycle is like <laughs> bad news. There's no good news. Yeah, because it's exciting yeah. or some shit. It's, and it also gets people riled up. It gets people engaged. No one gets engaged when people are like, well, people are doing good. It's like, <laughs> Okay, oh, sweet. I'm going to do something like, else. Yeah. That, in like, the perfect okay. world, that'd be nice. Yeah. I'm just checking on everybody. All right, everybody's good. Cool. I'm going to go do something else. Yeah. And it's like this make, a gr- make America great again. It's like, well, guys, it's pretty good right now. That's true. What do you mean again? Yeah. And when was it better than this? When did <laughs> we? When were we able to just Google anything we want and get the information that's so immediately? That's that's what it comes down to, right? It's like not taking shit for granted, right? And that's because kind of what it is, though. Everybody's doing that. It's like because technology moving so fast that as soon as you're born, you're spoiled mm-hmm. because you've got everything at your fingertips. And also, people look fondly at the past always. It's a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. They go, well, that's the way it used to be, and we liked it oh, that yeah. way. I heard, like, psychology lectures and stuff that you'll remember stuff, and you'll add stuff to it. Mm-hmm. That, like, when you remember something, it's It's kind of manufactured in your mind sometimes. Yeah. It's just you remembering the last time that you remembered. Yeah. So you're just adding a little... Yeah, piece, a little grain of salt or something. Cool That's on. why um, sometimes when you <coughs> don't see, like, if you don't see somebody for like you know six years, and you both have a memory of something that happened, a lot of times, like, somebody will be like, "Oh yeah," and then this happened also, but like the other person will be like, "No, I don't remember that." Like, because yeah. <laughs> like there's certain things that either they're making up or they actually had embedded into their mind, and the other person didn't. There's certain moments that you kind of take a mental snapshot of too. But there's definitely True. a lot of memories that you can manufacture, especially when like uh, like no one remembers shit from when they're five years old. It's like if you do, it's something super traumatic or like super important. Yeah. To and even then, okay, it's really you. blurry. True. Like it's just little snapshots. Like yeah. I remember certain, like almost screenshots of what was happening. True. I remember smells. Yeah. Of things. Like a certain tree, yeah. or my mom when I was a kid would always come in, when especially when it was cold, 
Did you know how you can smell snow when you're yeah. a kid? Yeah, and it's like last night like when I opened the window, I smelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh shit! What? I wonder what they were doing like out there. Well, it's like right now when spring is just starting to happen, you can smell the springtime. There's a smell of it, and it brings memories to you because you you remember associating that. Uh, the smells are very strong for that too. Yeah, like aromas are very connected to your memories. Right. More so than like you know, music does that too. Okay. Pretty hard. Oh right, I saw a documentary one time where they were um, hanging out uh, with like dementia yeah. patients, and they would play music from when they were young, and then start snapping memories back mm-hmm. like crazy. Yeah. Like they couldn't even talk, and then they hear jazz, and suddenly they're just telling stories. Yeah. There's certain songs I can listen to now that I like listen to in middle school or like early high school, and I'll remember certain like uh, certain days when I was listening to that song and feeling a certain way. So that song becomes a channeling for that emotion. Mm-hmm. It also brings back those memories, good or bad. True. You know, there's like. Uh, certain albums that I listened to at certain points in my life and I'll be like oh shit like that's I remember that this is what I was doing at this point in time you kind of feel like you're there again right yeah that's why Pink Floyd is so beautiful to me dude because it has a emotional connection to you or a memory connected to it yeah Pink Floyd especially because I love that I hear like the last sentence and I feel like you guys are talking about like we're talking about like how music Being retrospective about music yeah, and how music yeah, has this like, connection with you. Yeah. I'm not trying to like commandeer it. No, man. No, Pink I Floyd. Go, go, go back in. to the bathroom, dude. Jeez. <laughs> dude, I, <laughs> we were talking about smells. <laughs> you want to talk about? You want to talk about? Yo, you sm- want to talk about smells? You want to talk about I... smells, dude? I had one of those poops that like you can hear it squishing out of your ass while you're doing it. It's like. Oh yeah, is it that strawberita that you had before? Was yeah, it was a limerita, but no, oh, it's probably okay. it's probably the limeritas I had yesterday because <laughs> I bought a twelve pack of them for nine bucks. Hmm. They were the eight ounce cans, but no, Pink Floyd has this connection with me because that's that's a band that like my dad is a diehard Pink Floyd fan. Probably likes Pink Floyd more than he likes the Cowboys. That he loves you. <laughs> probably <laughs> likes Pink Floyd more than he loves me. Yeah. <laughs> and. uh I never got into them until my dad bought me an iPod for Christmas or my birthday. I got an iPod from him and he put the music on it and he perfectly catered it to be like, you know, it was like the doors, the Pink Floyd, Rush, the Chili Peppers, Nine Inch Nails. Sweet. And I just remember thinking Pink Floyd was badass because my dad listened to it, you know, my older cousins, you know, Brian and Drew and, you know, Wesley listened to it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like 11 or 12 and I finally listened to Dark Side of the Moon for the first time, had headphones on. Yeah. And like, it just brings me back to like, you know, holy shit, like this is, this is just, I didn't know it was possible Yeah. to do what they did. I've, I've said that before. The things that Pink Floyd did back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s are yeah. things that bands still can't do now because they don't have that kind of well, imagination. Yeah. Pink Floyd, like, Pink Floyd is the biggest one. It's because, weird because the best thing to do is be your own influence, and I think they did that. Yeah. 
they didn't really take too much from other bands, you know. No. Like, but the thing is, when you grow up listening to music, you're gonna take influences whether you want to or not. Like, yeah. you're just naturally gonna take them. Yeah. I mean, like if you were to start a band right now, you might take cues from Pink Floyd because oh, for sure, being yeah. in an impressionable age, like an eleven. I remember when I was eleven and I heard Stairway that Stairway to Heaven for the first time. You, I, I guess like, I, that's a, seven yeah. times in a row. I was yeah. that song. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. You were like blown away because you were like, my mind. "How the fuck did they think of this?" Yeah. And Stairway for me reminds me of the first time I smoked weed because I listened to that song the first time I smoked weed. Yeah. And so that was like it's that memory that's etched in there when I listen to that song. Mm-hmm. So like it doesn't matter where I am when I hear that song; it brings me back to that. In a uh, fucking yeah. a shed, like the upstairs of a shed, with with, with beefy, <laughs> <laughs> with with like a little TV and a lamp. <laughs> I remember that. Why is it always the sketchiest places? Yeah, your first time upstairs, is always yeah. in the sketchiest fucking yeah. place. My first time smoking pot was in the whole with house, anything. So really. I don't know what no. you guys are talking well, about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, that was the I, best I, place. I lucked out because I was like fourteen or fifteen. My first time smoking pot you was with son of a bitch. fucking Wes and Paul. How did you get so lucky? The thing is, if that wasn't I was Wes's, drunk. <laughs> yeah, nice. I, I got drunk at a friend's house at like fourteen during Christmas break and. Wes called me out of nowhere and was like, hey, uh, we're driving around town. Do you want us to pick you up? And I was like, yup. Yeah. <laughs> and he picked me up and I called my dad and I was like, hey, uh, I'm not at Chris's anymore. I'm going to Uncle Wes's house. And my dad was like, all right, strap in. My mm-hmm. dad strapped in for the next till present day. Oh, nice. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I remember we got to Wes's house and we all took shots of vodka <laughs> and, uh, First thing Wes said to me, he was like, so, he goes, you, you drink liquor now? And I'm like, yeah. And Wes was 17, 16 at this point. Yeah. He's like, when are you going to smoke a bowl with me? And I'm like, what's a bowl? And the rest is history. Nice. But we listened to... Um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you. We listened to um, Porcupine Tree. That was the first time I ever listened to Porcupine Tree. We listened to Deadwing. Pretty much. And... That was like the house band for... Yeah. Yeah. Deadwing is a good album. Fucking really like all of their shit is really good. Um, I remember when Storm Corrosion came out. Remember when that came out? When it, might, it was Michael Ackerfeld and Steven Wilson's. Yeah, that was like a big event. I didn't like it that much. I mean, it was okay. It was fucking way too trippy for me. Yeah, yeah. And I still. As a stone 14 year old? Even It now, was out there. It's it was way, definitely it's out very there. very experimental. But yeah, I, and I remember uh, Matt. McKay was with us. It was his birthday, and we went out and uh, we picked him up from his birthday party, and, and we we went to that record store by Fu Chow City, and we bought um we bought Rush, uh, Moving Pictures. We bought the Steve Miller Band Greatest Hits. I have Moving Pictures on vinyl. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't have a record player. <laughs> yeah, we had we had we had. I just like to know that I have it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a. I also have Opeth Blackwater Park on vinyl. That's insane. Uh-huh. But yeah, we got uh. Moving pictures on vinyl. We got Steve Miller Band's greatest hits. The one with the the blue background with the orange horse head. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We got that on vinyl, and then we got um, Talking Heads speaking in tongues on vinyl. Mm-hmm. And then we went back to Wes's house and had like a little after party, and we just got trashed and listened to all those records and played Street Fighter. Sick. Dude, the year that I was the year of 2011 will always be my favorite year of my life because that was when I met all of you guys, and it was just awesome. Just meeting people and I was like oh these guys are only gonna like me because I'm Wes's little cousin and all yeah. of a sudden it's like oh no we're gonna be friends I didn't, seven years from now I didn't yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I didn't like 2011 because I met you 
<laughs> and you were like, fuck, I'm going to be stuck with this kid for the rest of my life. Cool. The beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking comes over and drinks my fucking whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> decanter is sliding yeah. closer. Move the decanter. I just want to touch this fucking thing. It's made of glass. I think what what album do you think means the most to you emotionally like in general like like if 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 you were going to meet somebody and they were like and they were like hey you know uh or like a therapist or a doctor or something like hey what music album should I listen to front to back to understand you the most uh, might be Opeth Ghost Reveries yeah yeah that's a good one I think mine is The Killers Sawdust oh shit yeah okay, right yeah. Talked you guys ever listen to Killers? Yeah, yeah, we, we talked about, about them last day. Oh, sweet. Yeah, how they're just such a they're just such a strange, unique sound. Yeah, you can pick a killer sound or a, a killer song out of like yeah. a fucking haystack. True. Of sounds, <laughs> it's got a it's uh, got an upbeat sound, but it's also kind of emotional. His his voice. We were talking about his how his voice is like electronic. And stoic, but also has so much emotion in it. Like, yeah, his his voice is crazy to me. I had that. I had a one of the original iPods. Well, no, like the second iPod that came out. And Jake Bear actually hooked me up with a shitload of music. And actually. we were at a party in like a garage, and he came over and he got his external hard drive and he put it on the floor and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna give you all my music now," which is a shitload. And you know how many oh, gigs like yeah. the iPod had. <laughs> Um, that, he's that like, but when, we can't touch the cord or else it's going to fuck it up. That was when four gigabytes was a ton. Yeah, right. And now all but of a sudden. I had like 38 gigs <laughs> or some shit. And then if you had one video on your iPod, you were fucked. Because <laughs> it would take up all your space. Um, so he's like, don't touch the cord or we'll fuck it up. So we did, obviously. Like we, kick, like we were kicking it around the floor yeah. accidentally it while immediately drinking. Immediately touches the cord. And so yeah. when we unplug it and we all leave that night. I look at my iPod and I've got every Frank Sinatra song, for some reason. Of course you do. And yes. I got like, every David Bowie song. Thank God that was sweet. Mm-hmm. And then all the Killers songs and like some White Stripes stuff. Yeah. So instead of a billion songs, I got all the albums from these guys. Um, so I had the iPod for a long time, and I took it with me on my cross country trip on the motorcycle. And I listened to the Killers a lot when I was in the desert mm-hmm. because that's pretty much all I had. Yeah, and what's incredible was like listening to the Killers and the dude, like Brandon Flowers, the guy, the lead singer. Oh, not the cornerback for the Chiefs. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> different Brandon Flowers. Wait, <laughs> he's like an eighty overall. But I think that <laughs> yeah, yeah. that dude's like a Mormon, right? So yeah, and they're all in Utah and shit. But like, screw Mormons. But wow, <laughs> wow, that's gonna kill. Half of one of all our of fans. Your, <laughs> yeah, all your ratings. Our, our fan base is primarily Mormon. <laughs> They're all from Salt Lake. Yeah. We talk but. about Joseph Smith quite a bit on this. Dum 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 dum. Yeah, so listening to the Killers and shit, all this like super ambient rock while cruising on a motorcycle through the desert, mm-hmm. and there's Did nobody I, there. I gotta check and make sure I flush the toilet. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you see the painted hills and shit like that all this amazing scenery and it's like the most incredible loneliness that i've ever felt Mm -hmm. and that was like it was almost like cleansing in a way 
<clears throat> just being alone out there where not much is like nothing's happening. Yeah. And Somebody did. I don't, I don't. I think I did. Okay, the basement one. No, the regular. One. Oh, okay. There's um. I don't know. There's a lot of people that there's there's honestly there's a lot of places in this country where there ain't shit. Yeah. So you can drive for miles and miles and miles and see nothing. Mm-hmm. Even sometimes not even another fucking vehicle. You know? Yeah. Con- the country's seen- fucking huge and everybody's packed into certain areas. So I've seen a lot of corn, guys. Yeah. My dudes. Like in your shit. <laughs> yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of places with corn. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, there's honestly it's weird because no, a lot of people don't listen to albums anymore. Like as no. a full album, it's a lot of singles and shit. The way that everything's digitized, everything's and, shuffle now, man. Yeah. That that was a thing that was brought up way back when iTunes became a thing. I remember that where artists were upset because they would they would put out these structured these, albums. these structured albums and and people would listen to like you know the one or two they pick and choose yeah. a, a hit or two. You know, it's like I mean you could you could find somebody that. You know, they hand you your phone, their phone or their Spotify or whatever, and it's like, oh, cool, Pink Floyd, and then all the time there's like another brick on the wall, and like, wish you were here, Shit. And comfortably known. That's why I like between no B sides, yeah, because between the buried and me, you they way they the way they put their songs together, it'll end on like a note that's yeah, like a cliffhanger. That's, that's what that's what Pink and then Floyd the next does song too. will come in, boom, like yeah. with that next that's note. Pretty cool. It's almost like they split their songs just <coughs> at a random spot. They're just like, well, <laughs> this is just time for the yeah. end of the song. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> So like when you hear the end of the song, you're like, oh shit! Like next. So wait, what album was it by the Killers? Because I'm gonna put on my phone. Sawdust. I'm pretty sure I had every fucking album. So, um, it was always. I don't even think I listened to a full album. I probably just put Killers on shuffle. Yeah. But they got. That's what I do in the car, though. I just have a playlist, and it's just on shuffle with like all the like. Some songs that I know I want to listen to, and a lot of songs that I know already. Which one was it? It wasn't Hot Fuss, was it? I mean, that, there's Hot a couple good, is... couple good songs on Hot Fuss. Yeah, there's... So, yeah, I'm bullshitting you guys. What mm-hmm. I meant was, like, I uh, had a couple songs from each album. Hot Fuss is a good album. Yeah, it is. I actually, I have Hot Fuss on my phone already. Nice. Yeah, I okay. can't listen to it because of Mr. Brightside. We, I talk, we talked about that the other day. Mr. Brightside by The Killers and then Black by Pearl Jam, I blacklisted for my life. Yeah, because of the because the association you make. Yes, yeah, Fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it, man. Or don't you know? Oh uh, no, you no, to. it's too emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I, we, I, well, I talked about it Tuesday when, when Seth and I did our episode fifty six. Um, Mister Brightside was a song that I liked, and then I had my first like actual relationship in high school and listened to that song after that was over after that person and she still is completely cut out of my life. And I listened to it, that song again, and I like fucking jealousy. Broke, <laughs> yeah. I broke the. Oh fuck shit, down. dude! This is explaining everything I'm feeling. <laughs> awesome, yeah, great, yeah. Porcupine Tree, wonderful. Porcupine Tree was another one because there was we weren't like romantically involved, but it was a girl that was like her and I were best friends, and we would just like you know, we'd hang out, we'd paint together, we'd play video games together, we'd spend all the time together, and we listen to Porcupine Tree together all the time. And I can't really listen to Porcupine Tree the same way. That's what you're gonna love about getting into your later twenties. You really start giving less of a shit about it. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I've gotten to that point now. Somebody uh, this past Saturday, I won't tell you who, but we were hell hanging out, 
And somebody called me a sociopath, and I was like, that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> Just being completely disconnected from that'd any be, emotional... That'd be refreshing. From any emotional tangibility in my life. Yeah. Can you can I take a, a socio vacation? Just yeah. like a week where I don't give a fuck? Yeah. Then he can just become. And he like explained Twitter it. He was like, "Well, it's because you say you say these things to get reactions out of people, and you always." That's what just, I mean. You could just create a fake Twitter. Yeah, and yeah he's just like, well, he this person in question was like, "You always, you've always done that, but it's at the point now where you don't even get anything out of the reactions. You just, you just get reactions. You just habitual. You want that shit in the air. You just get reactions out of people just because you you know you can. And I was like, I guess if that makes me a sociopath, I guess it works. Yeah. He's well, like, do you, you ever feel bad because of you because of the way that you make people feel sometimes? And I'm like, no, because mm. <laughs> people have been making me feel shitty for my entire life, and it feels good to flip the script. Yeah, I was gonna say my my album that really got me was uh, probably the Division Bell by Pink Floyd. I think it was the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> but recently and it's total recency bias slicing his uh, fucking cockles I, wa- <laughs> I, wa- long and <laughs> I want to die in New Orleans by the Suicide Boys is a good one too That's I've never heard of that there, but that's pretty sweet name and song the out- Suicide Boys are good but it's only if you really like uh, angsty edgy like trap people rap with music. Tat- tattoos on their face people with tattoos on their eyelids right, too so no. Yeah, you probably wouldn't mind. I can play you a song and that'll gauge you, but no, because that album is basically about how they they originally started this rap project because they were both uh, they had all this these emotions bottled up inside and they were addicted to drugs and that they're both finally sober now and it's their first cohesive project with them being sober and dealing with sobriety and their their emotions and their influences. Like That's being, what I get out of it. Basically. Being clean being and like clean. having to do this again, having to deal with it, having to do the thing that you've been all, doing, having all these pressures, and, and but now sober. Yeah, and having to make all this music and trying to figure out like they realize that like people, a lot of people like their music because they were on all these drugs, and now well, all of a sudden they're, they're the making is... they're making a, a like com- like when you look at that project compared to all their other stuff, it has a structure. Their songs to me that to, and hooks to, and to stuff. me that whole thing is a mental block just their own mental block it's it's in your head yeah because obviously you have the ability to create this music yes and so a lot so of the it doesn't have is, anything to do with the fucking substance abuse yeah it's not it's in there it has like, more you to have do. the innate ability you know yeah. how to do it it's just a matter of figuring out how to do it without the, relying on that sure and if you can does. do that then you know that you don't need to do that shit anymore yeah. and that's a good thing yeah, for sure. I mean, and they have a few songs a point, on that man. album that are just, um, you know, they you listen to it and it's like, oh, this is just like a, like a rap song that yeah. you're gonna nod your head to, and then all of a sudden you listen deeper and deeper into it, and you're like, oh wow, these guys are actually, you know. Well, there's it, also times where they were like, struggling the whole time, and people just kind of took advantage of it because yeah. through their struggle, they were making this music. Yeah, there's also times where people think that artists are on something, and they're yeah. not. Like yeah. Tim and Eric, like Tim, they, I was just gonna say, they don't Tim even really smoke weed, and no. everybody thinks that they're just on mushrooms and smoking yeah. weed all the time when they write their shit, but they don't. Honestly, yeah. a lot of it is just the way it's edited, like dog pound and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the cutaways and edits and shit are what makes that show yeah. really because it, it puts timing to the comedy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's yeah. Just, you ever uh, notice how something's way funnier when like. 
is like a prolonged action. Like someone's like yelling or laughing or wicked fucking hard and you just like cut it immediately and suddenly it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What is with that? <laughs> it's probably because in the back of your mind you know they're, they're probably still doing that even though you're onto some other shit now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a like there's definitely a, an art to editing and you can create humor out of all that which is very strange. It's not the material itself. It's the editing. Yeah. So I guess we should just cut these podcasts up and make them as as, <laughs> yeah. as artificial as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Insert yeah. laugh. Yeah, that's the thing about these is they're not artificial at all. They're just completely natural. And it's, yeah, that's no and that's what our goal has always been is just bullshitting like, with a mic in front of your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's because exactly. like you know, Seth and I have said cool. multiple times like we were we just we have so much fun hanging out with our friends and shooting the shit like why not just bottle that up and just release it into the fucking cloud of the internet? Yeah. And if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. But And I even think, either way, we have it as a thing we can revisit. Yeah, and that's that's the big thing. It's, it's like, almost I, like a library of memories that you have. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, whoever is in charge, like, can take our personalities and shit. And, like, we're recording it, right? So, like, they'll put all that information together and make avatars out of us. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, they'll just take all of our sound clips and then make us say whatever we want. Or they want. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's almost they'll get, like, like... They're going to create a soundboard of us one day. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I'm constantly thinking about that one Black Mirror episode. Where it's, like, two chicks that are young and they're, like, in the 80s. Have you guys seen this episode? I don't watch I think Black so. No. Uh, well, uh, it's like the only like positive episode I've ever seen of that show. Maybe I haven't seen that one. Is I've that only seen like four or five of them. Yes. Into a computer, I probably have seen that one. Yeah, man. Uh, I need water. I'm feeling really weird right now. Is it because you're hungry and you've got a bunch of caffeine in you? I think it's yeah. I think it's because I'm hungry and I have caffeine and booze in me right now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I do it. I know what you feel. Uh, yeah. But I'm gonna get more. Caffeine makes me hungrier though. Like True. it just it, it gets my stomach like uh rumbly. Mm. I'm gonna steal a banana too. Because I'm feeling really lightheaded. They're All not right. even they're not I even green you, they're not even green bananas, dude. Oh the green ones. Yeah, you were saying. <laughs> the, the black uh, mirror. Yeah, black mirror like that seems really cool. That episode where the thing is, that show, like, does a lot of things where, like, it, they're plausible scenarios, like, with tech, the way technology's moving. Yeah. So, like, they take those and they put them, they kind of put you into that future, in mm-hmm. a way. They show what can be bad about it. True. And that's that's what, like, gets you, because the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Ex Machina? Um, That's with, like, the robotic chick, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's. I know. I've, I can see it. Like I have a, like a memory of seeing. I think it's on Netflix still. It. It's a. Uh, it's another. It's kind of like a long episode of Black Mirror, basically. Hmm. It's you know, basically they're just developing AI that's super smart, and it's you know, dealing with that how it thinks it's a real human and shit, hmm. and how it can manipulate people. Right. It's like um, when you make an AI that's that smart, it's calculating everything perfectly. Really, it's like the replicants in Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. They don't even know. Did you see the new Blade Runner? Yeah, I didn't see it. 
It was cool. I heard it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was like low key, which is really nice. Mm. Like we were talking about oversaturation with CGI and shit. They only used it like when they had to. And it was more of like a noir film. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's kind of the style of it anyway, really. Yeah. I need to watch all of Black Mirror, though. Probably should finish it. It's kind of like a modern day um, Twilight Zone. True. Yeah. Like, yeah. Twilight Zone was so out of its time, too. True. <laughs> like, shit was the original one? Yeah. You know that dude's from Syracuse? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. The fuck is his name? Uh, Rod Serling. Rod Sterling, yeah. Serling. Yeah, yeah, Just something like drop that. Drop the T. There's no T? Motherfucker? No. Damn. Um, <laughs> that guy's cool. He's a classy bastard, too. Oh, yeah. He was in the original, like, uh, when he went to Disney in the Tower of Terror. He was, like, did, like, the... Uh, the video, like the, like the intro Fuck video, off. That like is you so go into cool. the, you go into like this lobby, and whoever's on it, ahead of you is going or whatever, and you're waiting, and they put you in a lobby and they show you like an intro, like it would be like the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. The idea is that you're in an episode of the Twilight Zone, dude, and like you're on a uh, elevator that drops, like the whole ride is just an elevator that drops. Yeah, and I guess what it is is it's an episode where you're in an elevator and it drops like into the past or some shit like that's like cool it, you change uh, <laughs> it's basically a time machine it gets like the tower gets struck by lightning or something like that mm-hmm. and you drop and fall it's is a pretty sick ride in disneyland or disney, disney world? world in florida fuck okay because me and my lady were saving up might be one change in disneyland too though who knows i hope so i want to go because we're uh, me and my girlfriend are saving up money to go to disneyland yeah California, because I just wanted to see the OG, the original Disneyland. Because Tower of Terror was like a flagship uh, attraction, so oh, okay. it could be in California too. Because I've never been to that one. I've never been half like past like mid m- the like middle of the United States mm-hmm. to the west. I've never been to the West Coast. I've been to California a few times. My grandfather was stationed in Florida. Um, during World War II, mm. he was a searchlight operator, so like big ass round spotlights, super bright. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how much wattage those things are fucking pulling. Dude. Changing the light bulb <laughs> on the fucking thing there has to be so Stink. much shit going through that. <laughs> so much power. <laughs> but they, I remember like this little pamphlet from like the reunion. It's called the fifty, hundred fifty second searchlight division mm. in Florida, and they adopted. Dumbo as their mascot because nice. that was right around the time when um, Walt Disney was making moves Dumbo, to Dumbo build. was getting big you know yeah dude he's <laughs> on the up um, it's getting windy outside but yeah it was like that was their mascot and like Dumbo was like holding a flashlight in his trunk and yeah <laughs> but anyway I wonder what I just want to go to California again yeah nice temperate ass climate I want to I want to try in and out dude <laughs> yeah, that's like the main reason I want to go. <laughs> Everybody talks about how great it is. I don't know. I like. Um, I don't know. A lot of people say Disney World is better, but I don't know. Because obviously, I've never been to Disneyland. I've been to Disney World like six times. Yeah. Oh, really? Holy shit! Yeah. Why six times? Uh, we used to go how? like every couple of years or whatever. I don't know. Oh, it was okay. just the only thing we would save up for. Really, vacation. 
uh, you know, every couple of years. Mm. Otherwise, we go to like during the summer. We might go to like Cedar Point or something. You ever been there? No. It's in Ohio. Okay. It's a. Uh, it's like the roller coaster mecca of the world. There's like 16 uh, roller coasters. It's well, all roller coasters. Like the whole okay. place. It's yeah. awesome. It's it's one of the best <laughs> parks that there is. Really, if you're a thrill thrill ride person. Mm-hmm. Because it's like in Disney, you get like a lot of like casual rides, like a 3D movie with like interactive shit or like. True. I dig that shit. It's all casual stuff and it's great, Mm -hmm. but it's not like if you're just going for thrills, fucking Cedar Point is a spot. That's cool. Uh, And it's not expensive. I mean, I mean, it's maybe 75 for like the Fast Pass Plus and shit. So Mm -hmm. you're going to ride everything. That's the thing is if you're going to do it. Did you get sick of shit after a while? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking... We have to... Every time I go there, I have to do all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like you, you are definitely going to get sick. <laughs> Unless you oh, take man, like a of sick, bunch of Dramamine or something. Have you ever been to... Uh, great. Of course, I forget the name. It's like a little... There's a lake, like, north of Syracuse. Um... This little fucking town that has like this amusement park that's straight out of Scooby Doo. It's like 1950s style amusement park. It's tiny. Huh. The fuck is it called? Sylvan Beach. Oh yeah, I've heard yeah. of that. I've never been there. So, <laughs> so my girlfriend and I went there, and like my buddy has like a cabin. We go there every every summer for like a week. And the rides are terrifying just because they're old and then the safety regulations were non-existent back in the day. But yeah. there's this thing that we wanted to try so hard that was, uh, it's called the the rotor. It's just called the rotor because it rotates. Naturally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Wicked. Good name for it. Um, thoughtful name. So the we go up there and there's nobody there, of course. It's like the place is haunted. Like, so many people don't work here that there's, like, one guy that runs all these rides. And my girlfriend and I go up, and you it looks like when you're looking down in this thing, you walk up a ramp, and then you walk around the circle. So it's like this big washing machine tube. And for a second, when I looked at it, I thought it was going to be, like, one of those, like, when the dirt bikes, they go around the fucking walls. Yeah, yeah. I thought it looked exactly like one of those. They have the, like, uh, water slides that do that. Yeah. They're like to- like a toilet bowl. Yeah, they got go one in Fulton. And then you just, yeah, yeah. At, uh, and then you just drop through the bottom. Some shit, yeah. Things just shit you out. Yeah. <laughs> but this thing was um, broken. <laughs> so. It's not good. Um, we got this dude, like, okay, so the walls used to be covered in carpet. But you know how you rip up strands of carpet and it becomes that spiky, plasticky yeah, bullshit? Yeah. That was basically the walls now. There's no uh, carpet anymore. Yeah. It's just that. So, thank God that's going to, like, stick you to the wall painfully, but it's going to still stick you to the wall. Mm. Um, because the guy's like, all right, man, so this thing's going to spin. You guys tuck in your shoelaces because I don't want them getting caught on the thing. We're like, what thing? He's like, oh, yeah, the floor's going to drop out, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, okay. So it's spinning, and, like, me, we're against the wall. Our shoelaces are tucked in. Um it's starting to go, and it's like fucking sluggish as shit. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Eventually, that's when you get sick. But like once it starts going, and the gravity is pushing you against the wall, you're not really yeah, feeling dude, like that's you're definitely part of the story. 
is like so it's going and the dude's like above it like he's got his arms crossed like leaning over the thing just watching us and it's at top speed right now and it's not fast at all so the dude's trying to have conversation with us we're opposite with each other just like looking up the sun's shining on us like you see the shadows and shit I'm sorry. And he's, he's like, so he's uh, so, how long have you guys been in town? <laughs> it's like, well, dude, we're kind of busy right now. We're on this <laughs> shitty roller coaster spinning ride. Yeah. I and, can't do um, spinning rides anymore. That's It's yeah. just too much. So at that point, when the dude's trying to talk to us, that's when the fucking floor mm-hmm. is dropping. It doesn't just drop out. It's like, it just lowers. It slowly goes down. <clears throat> so. I know they have the one that they sometimes bring to Harbor. No, not Harbor Fest. Uh. The they spaceship bring to thing, the spa- right? State Fair, yeah. yeah. The What's it thing. called? It's like the Galaxy? The UFO. Something, something 9000. Starship 9000 or something. That sounds about right. So, we're not spinning fast enough for yeah. this thing to stick us to the wall. So, the floor drops out. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we're just, like, slightly... We're, like, slowly... Oh, shit. And, like, the crappy carpet... The used-to-be carpet spikes are ripping into our fucking shirts. Mm. We're like, shit... And, like, we eventually, like, we're crouched, basically. We're doing, like, a Roman chair, like, thing on the wall. And it sucks so bad. And then suddenly the floor starts coming up. But we're still stuck to the damn wall. We're still pulling at least a G. And (laughs) 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 so then we're, like, Roman chair. So we got to fucking lift ourselves up and scrape our own backs against this shitty-ass thing. And we stand up again. Why were they carpet? Because it's soft in the 50s. That's that's I guess that's their cushioning back in the day. Very we get up and our fucking legs hurt and it's slow just slow enough where we're sick to our fucking stomachs. Yeah. And like I don't get sick from anything ever, but this had the perfect velocity. I used to like those um those like cars with like you could probably fit like four people in them and they had a wheel in the middle. Uh-huh. And you could spin them as hard as you want <laughs> yeah. and spin around. Totally. I used to Teacups. love those. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. But like, I, I, <coughs> I can't do it anymore. No. It's just fucking not. It's not good. I can only do roller coasters. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Take the Bud Light of amusement park rides. <laughs> that's what I mean. Well, there's like, that's what I was talking about. Cedar Point is, you know, it's all roller coasters. That's, Maybe that's not in Ohio. I don't remember where it is. Cedar Point is a, it's Ohio. It's in Ohio. That's Dorney. I'm thinking Dorney Park. No, I haven't yet. Oh, okay. Which was Dorney? I literally ate a banana and all that chocolate, and I immediately feel better. Nice, yeah, dude. Yeah, that absolutely. was dangerous. I was like straight dizzy. Yeah, man. Then there's Hershey Park in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that place is pretty sick. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. 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 Oh man, it's four thirty. Yeah. Oh wait. Holy crap! It's four thirty. Hey, don't you have shit to do? Mm, sort of, yeah. Okay. What shit you got to do? Just uh, I gotta get naked. <laughs> I mean, don't let us. Are we, are we watching? Are we watching UFC here? What's up? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know if I'm gonna even watch it. I might just watch the Reddit shit afterwards. Wait. So what are you doing? Just jacking off, probably. No. <laughs> I gotta go get a Ruby Tuesday salad. They paid me to say that. Oh. They, you say they, that. You they called say that. me right before you guys called me. Yeah. To be they were like, thing. yeah, you know what? I heard you guys are going to be on. So. I need to get <laughs> I need to get a Little Caesars pizza in my stomach. Oh, yeah, dude, God. we're going to make so much money from no, all these promos. I would love a yeah. ride to the pizza portal. <laughs> <laughs> Someone bring me to the portal. <laughs> I'm not fucking walking there. That's for damn straight. <laughs> the pizza portal is great. Oh, yeah. It's one of the best inventions ever, honestly. 
you just place your order on your phone and then you go just push your buttons in the store and then you grab it <laughs> and you walk out you don't have to talk to any pizza humans slot. <laughs> a pizza slot there's no humans you have to talk to the Thank fuck God. is my pizza portal account password <laughs> you have an account oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you have to have one we did 50 minutes. Also, I want to show... Let's edit all that shit out. Yeah, let's get rid of all that. I want to show one cool thing that I found the other day. <laughs> it's a sport, I guess. All but right. Anyway, it's called... It's called Cowboy Pinball. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. So these people are out of their minds, first of all. Uh, anytime you get in a pen with a bull, you're pretty dumb. Guaranteed bad uh, idea. So these people just stand on these circles. And then they release a bull, and it's whoever stays on their circle the longest. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dumbest, Beautiful. most southern simplicity. bullshit I've ever heard of. Man. <laughs> Makes me glad I didn't stay in the okay. south. And, and it, the problem is you have a, you're at a disadvantage if you're like the first circle, you know? For sure, yeah. That guy gets railed. <laughs> Everybody just kind of stands there while But he's you... only going to go after one guy. Like... <laughs> <laughs> now he's Good, get back in your circle. <laughs> it's gotta suck because you have to stay there. Like that's the whole point. Just of watch the game. this dude get mauled. He's not done back there yet. Oh, we're way, we're way. <laughs> <laughs> these guys, <laughs> I can't even believe these people. Yeah, dude, we got a ball. We're gonna stay down in these rooms. We're gonna stay down in these circles. There's another bull. Look at—he's not even going for him now. They're all winning right now. Oh! <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh. That guy got out of his circle. What a bitch! Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess that dude is winning. So that's cowboy pinball. <laughs> nice. I just wanted to show that because I found if they're dumb enough to stand in the circles. <laughs> it seems like a horrible sport. <laughs> I just don't get that whole bullfighting shit. Like run the running of the bulls or whatever, where everybody just runs from a bull. <laughs> what is the significance? Oh man, I guess that's just, to just be idiots. What, it's, it's a culture thing. Hilarious, I, I, I guess. guess, but it's a pretty dumb culture. Yeah, you know, at a certain Spanish point, Spanish laughter ensues. <laughs> yeah. At a certain point, <laughs> culture becomes like it stops mattering when uh, you are releasing a bull to injure you. Like that is the point of it. Yeah, I guess bull riding is—it's kind of a sport, right? I guess, dude. You gotta have like an ability for it, but yeah. that you, you don't need an ability for. You just stand, yeah, and hope <laughs> you don't get hit by a bull. Balls, balls of steel. <laughs> the balls, balls, balls of steel. You just got to be the guy in the front of the running with the bulls, because you know? then if you're in the front, you're the, he has to go through all those other people first. There's a lot of bodies, man. He's yeah. gonna get like pretty annoyed yeah, of the sure. same thing. And then in that, if you're just in the circle in the back, you're fine. Are you really going to Ruby Tuesday for a salad? You bet you, dude. Of course he is. Would I be able to get a lift to the pizza Little Caesars portal. Pizza Portal <laughs> that's right there? All right. Wait, is this a separate building from Little Caesars? No, it's the They just set up portals around town? It's in the Little Caesars building, yeah, yeah. If I give you a big open mouth kiss. Oh, it'd be sick. Can it be on film? 
Don't even test me. Oh, I, yeah. I made out with Zach Patrick already in front of people. In this room. No, no, no. Oh, this, I'll be the first one a, in this on room. On a leather couch. I'll be, okay, wow. That's even more sexual. I can hear the squeaking. The only people I've ever kissed in this room have been Seth and Asleep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Seth and asleep. Seth Asleep. Separately. <laughs> Separately. <laughs> a woman named Asleep. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm sorry that I wasn't really here for the second part of the podcast. I had that violent shit, and then I had, uh, my blood sugar was non You had, like, your Almost HP. enough to have an out-of-body had, experience. Yeah. 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 Your HP was at, like, 10. I would never survive a fast. Let you me had, tell like, you that, two and a half hearts on the screen. Yeah. yeah. I would, like, I would never survive a fast, dude. No, no thanks, Theo Vaughn talks about how he fasted for four days that one time. I could not do that shit. No I could case. not. I couldn't I mean, even I fast also for twenty four hours. Want to? You know, yeah, life, actually, life's too short. What I if you die? I literally in those had twenty four hours. hours in it. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's too short. You should fill your body with calories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that should be the goal. Step, yeah. Step one. Yeah. Life. Well, step step one. Calories. Yeah. <laughs> step two. How to eat them? All right, man. Thank <laughs> you for thank you for coming. It was fun. Is this what he does after every podcast? He yeah, climbs he, and disappears behind the couch. I mean, I don't know. Takes he, a is, he is unpredictable. <laughs> I am. I am very unpredictable. Wild card. He flies by the seat of his pants. Is that what they say? The hot pants. The seat or seed? Uh, the seed in my pants. I don't know, like that. <laughs> the drip. Okay, guys. That is how the thing goes. Uh, we'll see you next week. For sure. Can you guys delete all of that? ClearShotsPodcast.com is where you'll find links to everything we do. You can check us out on Twitter at ClearShotsPod. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And check us out on Periscope for live videos. If you have anything you want to ask us, send us an email at ClearShotsPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time.